and I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send? And who will go for us? And I said, Here am I. Send me. Welcome back to another episode of For Such a Time as This. I'm your host, Chelsea Snyder, and today we are joined by one of my really great friends, Trey Johnson. Thank you for being here, friend. Thank you for having me in here. I'm happy to be here, happy to be a part of it. Yeah, we've been friends for a year now, mm-hmm. like to the date almost. Yeah, literally. Literally. When was that, June? Um. Yes, it was June of last year because it was before Clash. It was before Clash. It was before Clash. It was like Clash right was during July. your camp. Yeah. You just had your camp, didn't you? Yeah, I did. My camp was two weekends ago the 28th of june how'd it go it was amazing mm-hmm. yeah it was a really good camp so we had about 100 kids come out um the thing that i was focused on you know a lot of people obviously say like i had good feedback but mm-hmm. for me i was really focused on like logistics because there were some things about mm-hmm. the camp that i changed around and i didn't know if it was going to work you know what i mean oh. but, it, but it worked out great okay. so like to me that was like the big win of the day of like mm-hmm. the camp flowed smoothly so, like, for me, I was like, all right, bet. No matter how many kids come, no matter mm-hmm. what happens, like, I have a structure to the camp that mm-hmm. I know I can stick to. Because, like, this is the fifth year of the camp and the second year of the community fair. So, mm-hmm. like, the community fair still had a lot of change in pieces. So. Oh, that's right. You did that for the first time last year, right? Yeah, okay. yeah. And it wasn't as great as I wanted it to be last year. And this year, it was mm. a lot better, the community fair mm. um, okay. aspect, like yeah. participation-wise. Oh, heard. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Participation-wise. It was great, like the vendors and stuff, but yeah. um, didn't have as much participation. And the logistic changes that I did mm-hmm. or we did is what helped the participation aspect of the community fair. Before we start, we're going to do something different. I'm not going to pray us in this time. My friend here is going to pray us in. He's a prayer cool, warrior, man. so I'm, I'm ready for this one. Go That's ahead. cool. Um, All heads bowed. Lord God, first and foremost, we just want to thank you for today. We thank you for the fact that we were able to wake up, the fact that we were able to get here safely, and the fact that we're even able to have a platform like this, Father God. We thank you for the fact that you gave Chelsea the obedience that she needs in order to be able to be bold about her faith, be bold about the conversations, and have true God moments in this place and in this space, Father God. And we pray that You know, not only this podcast goes amazing, but all the other podcasts and everything that comes afterwards, Father God, just continues to glorify your name. That we continue to keep you at the center of everything that we do and every move that we make, Father God. I thank you for everybody in here, Lord God. I thank you for Robin. I thank you for Noah. I thank you for Sean. I thank you for Brittany. I thank you for every single piece and every single puzzle piece that comes together in order to make this flow and make this happen. And I pray that nobody is overlooked. No story is overlooked. And that everything we do glorifies your name. I pray that you allow me to decrease and allow you to increase so that your Holy Spirit is felt. And that we have a fruitful conversation that somebody behind this lens, somebody behind the computer screen, the podcast link or whatever it is, however it is that they're listening to it or watching us, Father God. That they have a unique experience with you and that they're able to feel your presence. They're able to feel your Holy Spirit in their own magnificent and marvelous way, Lord God. We pray that you do your work, the work that only you know how to do, and the work that only you can do. We thank you, Father, and we love you. It's in your mighty son, Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Prayer warrior. The anointing that's on you is so strong. I feel like it's gotten stronger. Has God been Mm -hmm. speaking to you more lately? Has something been going on? Um, Relationship growing? 
Yeah, I yeah. definitely feel like my relationship with God has been growing. Um, and it has a lot to do with my community, mm-hmm. like a lot of the people that I have around me. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a great community. Yeah, and community I do is have huge. We say it every episode. Community is huge. Yeah, community is is amazing. Um, but community is only amazing when you use it. Mm. So for me, I've had a great community. Like I grew up in a great family. You know my family. Yeah. Uh, mom and dad have been married for twenty plus years. Like I have an Praise older Jesus. brother, older sister. Like mm-hmm. life is in my family has been very good and always has been very good. Um, but I haven't always leaned on them and I haven't always used them. And I've always had a lot of people that I know. Mm. And I tend to have attached myself to those that were not really living a Christ-like lifestyle, which, wow. of course, made me not really live a Christ-like lifestyle. Um, and now I'm shifting and in a point of really leaning on that community of people who are living a Christ-like lifestyle. So leaning on people at like the exchange and like I was with Micah this morning, you know what I mean? Like having conversations with people like that where I'm constantly um, in his presence. And like, I look at my calendar now and like every day there's something on there that like has to do with With God. God, You know what I mean? And it's like, if you were to tell me that like last year, you know what I mean? Or two years ago, I'd be like, Mm. bro, you're tripping. Like there's no no way like, you know, but Mm -hmm. So I think it definitely has to do with that. Um, and, like, people have told me that and, like, you know, that it's getting stronger or whatever and, like, that my faith is growing. Oh, I feel it on you for sure. His yeah. always, the spirit on you has definitely grown yeah. for sure. I appreciate it. It always feels like, you know, when you're in something, you can't really tell. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So it's good to hear it. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, it's like I want to be like, all right, like, what am I supposed to do with it? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I'm doing stuff with it mm-hmm. and I do have a purpose filled life. And there are like people that I, f- I can see the impact that I have. Mm-hmm. Um, but there also is that ambitious side mm-hmm. where I don't know if that's my flesh or if that's God telling me like, yo, more, there's more, more. more. Honestly, I feel like he has more for you. Like, I don't personally feel like it's a flesh thing. I feel like he's extending your tent poles extending like um an exodus when they were going through the wilderness extend your tent poles i feel like he's giving you more Mm -hmm. so he's preparing you to make room um to use you greater in a greater capacity because you can be i feel like you have the anointing the ability the bandwidth to be used more by him Mm -hmm. um so i think that's amazing yeah. And you've already, like, I'm telling you guys, the things that he does <laughs> for the community is so humbling. And you do it with humbleness. Yeah. And I think that's, like, the first time I ever met you is the first thing. Like, you're so humble. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, have you always been that way? Let's get to your story. Like, I, I feel like this goes hand in hand with that. Mm-hmm. Start, what do you want to share? Start from the beginning. Um, There's a lot. So, um, the beginning, I was born in Charleston, South Carolina. So, um, my dad was in the military Navy for 23 years. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's actually what brought us to Tampa. So I moved to Tampa when I was in first grade. Um, from there, I've been literally lived all over Tampa. Mm -hmm. Uh, but most of my time was sent, was spent in Citrus Park, which Mm -hmm. funny enough, I just moved back there. So I just bought a house in West Oh, you did just buy a house. That's a blessing. Yeah, yeah. Because you've been wanting that for a minute. Yes, yes. That's I've been praying for that, like, for a long time. Um, But I literally, like, I ran past my old house, like, on Monday. You know what I mean? Like, I lived that close to my house. What a full circle, though. Yeah, it was, I I broke down crying when I ran past it, honestly. As you should. Because, like, it was like, yo, like, I don't know. Um, But, yeah, so I spent most of my time there. I went to Steinbrenner High School. From Steinbrenner, I went to Villanova. 
graduated from Villanova, uh, and then I went into the NFL. So I played in the NFL for two years. I played in the CFL for one year. Um, so I went from – I graduated in 2013. I spent four years in Philadelphia. From Philadelphia, I went to Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh to Alabama, Alabama to Denver, Denver to Canada, Canada to St. Louis, St. <laughs> oh Louis gosh. to Texas. Texas back to St. Louis. You've moved as much as I have. Yeah. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah, you know how that football world goes. You know what you're going to be a coach. I'm telling you, man. Yeah. So it's it a blessing, though, because I feel like we can adapt mm -hmm. very easily, and I feel like God uses that with you and I. I feel like we are very easily able to go out and kind of be a chameleon with people to bring them in, but not lose who we are. Mm -hmm. Kind of like put him at the forefront. Yeah, and that, that second part is very important, mm -hmm. like being able to not lose who you are. Mm -hmm. And I think for a long time, I didn't really know who I was because mm -hmm. it was so attached to football. You mm -hmm. get what I'm saying? So like I moved back home in 2020 right before quarantine happened and like the world shut down. Uh, yeah. So not only did I not have football, but I couldn't go out. I couldn't just pull up to my friend's house. Like right. I couldn't do anything. Um, and honestly, like that was like probably the best time of my life because I ended up going to therapy and I ended up like really okay. understanding who Trey Johnson was like outside of being an athlete. Mm. Um, and once I was able to do that, like there's still a lot of growing pains to it. Like I'm still revealing stuff about myself that I'm like, oh, sure. like, OK, you like that? Like, I didn't even know that. Wow. Um, so it is interesting to be able to be that chameleon, chameleon, mm -hmm. but like still have the boldness and the strength to be like, these are the principles that I stand, that on. I stand on. These are the things that I stand on. And I'm not wavering off of this, no matter what's happening around me, no matter what's going on. Like, mm -hmm. this is me. Right. You asked me about the humility yeah. aspect yeah. Uh, of me. Yeah. Um, I would not say I've always been hu humble. Really? Uh, yeah. Really? So, like, yeah, no. Nah. Oh. I've always had, like, a quietness to me. Like, I've always been a doer. Mm -hmm. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um. But I also played, like, defense, and I played DB, and I talked a <laughs> lot. That's true, yeah. Like, That's true. My mouth was running, like, the whole game. Like, I didn't even wear a mouthpiece because, like, I know I'm about you to take it You were one of those? And, yeah. Oh, boy. I, I had it on the helmet, but I ain't wear it. Um. I had the big lip mouthpiece, and it would just hang. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> like, I was. I didn't know this. That's actually really funny. Yeah, I was constantly running my mouth. Um, and a lot of, like, the field tray mm -hmm. started to seep into my life. And I started to talk about what I was doing. I started to be more vocal about, like, things that, like, in that lifestyle mm -hmm. that I was doing, mm -hmm. um, which really wasn't the greatest. And it came off as arrogant. It came off as cocky. Um, uh, but God humbled me, <laughs> for sure. Mm. God humbled me. Talk about that. Um, so like he, humbled, he humbled me in the sense of, like, for me, I look at my time in the NFL and – I think about it as like everybody's climbing this mountaintop, right? Mm -hmm. Or they're trying to get to this mountaintop and there's this big massive mountain that you're trying to climb mm -hmm. and you're like, Oh, when I get to the top of it, like everything's gonna be good, like it's gonna all work out. Like it's exactly that's what I need, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then I get to the top of the mountaintop and I looked out at the view and I'm like, Yo, this is trash. Wow. Like, I'm, I'm still not happy. Wow. Like I still can't sleep right. Like I still can't go to sleep without doing certain things like mm. I still need this in order to be happy be like happy. I'm still finding outside sources to be able to be content like mm. I remember thinking back and like literally being in the bathtub and being like yo like you were happier when you didn't have money wow like when I can vividly think back to like back when me and my family were like cutting up Vienna sausages and mm -hmm. putting them in ramen noodles and like mm -hmm. lighting a candle because the lights are out mm -hmm. and like 
us just having us mm-hmm. and being extremely happy. Happy, wow. You know what I mean? And I'm That's like, so heavy. I have all the these things, way. but I'm not happy. Hmm. And like that was like a humbling moment for me because it's like I've heard God say like none of this will make you happy. Hmm. Only I can give you what you're actually looking for. But I was still so caught up in the lifestyle Mm -hmm. that I ignored it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because it was a whisper. Whereas all the other voices were super loud. (laughs) Wow. And not only were they in my head, but they were also around me. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? So it's like the constant feeding of, Mm -hmm. wow, that's interesting, actually. How did you combat that like did he encounter you do you ha- did you have an encounter with god that shifted that um yeah i had a couple of encounters with god okay. um one of them actually happened before that mm. um so i got this i got a tattoo on my wrist it's a knife um mm. so i actually tried to commit suicide when i was in college yeah hold on <laughs> what so yeah and that and that actually wasn't an encounter with god it was an encounter with demons okay if you're comfortable, please elaborate on that. Of Talk course, about that's, that. that's okay. why we're here. You know? Okay. Well, it's like, you know, I want to make sure that people are in that space. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm an open book, you Chelsea. You are. You are, um, my friend. So, yeah, this was, uh, I was in college. I was at Villanova and I had gotten hurt. So, I've had three shoulder surgeries. Um, oh, two that's on, right. Two yeah. on this side, one on this side. Okay. Um, this was the second one. Um, so, I was going through a time where I didn't have football and football was as I said earlier like that was my everything everything like trade without football like what who, oh it was what? like your identity yeah so when that was stripped away that I did okay mm, 110%. I see where that, okay so that played into it mm. I also was at in Philadelphia I'm a grew up in Florida it snows in Philadelphia yeah no so, snows, no so I was in a completely mm-mm. different environment I was no. far away from my family far away from my community the sun wouldn't come out because Anybody who lives up north, if you're watching this, yeah, I'm sorry d- about your winters, but it's trash. No, it's literal trash. And it's though. gray. It's gloomy. It's I'm, depressing. I'm telling you, it's like seasonal depression is an actual thing. I yeah. swear it is. Yes, it's so ugly and gloomy. I don't know how anybody gets anything done. I'm yes. not joking. It's it was so awful. depressing. So I didn't get anything done. <laughs> <laughs> so I was skipping class. I was not doing what I was supposed to be doing. Like yep. you know what I mean. And um, it had all just kind of come to a head, honestly. And uh, I remember sitting, so the way that my bed was, the way that my room was set up, it was like um, an apartment, like yeah. college style, yeah, sure, essentially, sure, sure. you know what I mean? So yeah. it was me and three other roommates. We all had our own individual door. So I'm in my individual oh, okay. room, okay. Um, and nobody was nobody was in the room, right? Okay. I was the only one skipping okay. class that day. And my bed, <laughs> my room was set, was set up to where 90% of my room was bed. Like, if you came in my room, you had to get Oh, because it's like a dorm. Okay, her. Because yeah. I had yeah, the, yeah. the twin beds. I put the two beds together and right. made, like, a mega bed. Right. So pretty much a California king in a small room. Okay. Um, And I'm sitting on the edge of the bed kind of like this. And I remember I, I grabbed the kitchen knife. That's why this knife is a kitchen knife. Um, And I had known that that would be the quickest way to bleed out is slitting your wrist. And I knew that, that you can get all of the blood out. But I wanted to feel it. You know what I mean? Because I was in a place of where I was so numb. Right. And the way that my room was set up, I had a light, but I had a, a pink towel over my light. Kind of the exact color of that tell your story. Um, oh, that's ironic. Yeah. Um, so when the light came on, my room was still dim. Okay. So there was never a lot of light. Never, okay. Exactly. So, I, but I remember the room getting even darker. Mm. Like, it felt like it was pitch black. Wow. 
and I remember like kind of like looking down yeah and I felt this like presence stop it and like literally right in front of me and there was no space in front of me like my feet were like inches away from the wall so a person couldn't be there like right. nothing could be there and I remember having tears in my eyes like with my with the knife against my skin and I remember feeling that and I remember like slowly looking up and like the aura of what looked like a person mm -hmm. but now I know was 110% a demon a demon wow because I remember following and panning all the way up and when I finally got to like the eyes yeah. where, or where the eyes would be yeah like there was nothingness and there was like this darkness of like the blackest thing I had ever seen in my life wow and the crazy part about it is like it was the most welcoming feeling I had felt in months really yeah in wow. that season of my life i was like finally where i want to go like that. let's let's get it like and i was ready and here but here's like here's how i know god has a purpose for me and i know god has something big is how i said i was the only person in the room mm -hmm. my roommate came and knocked on the door he was a uh, keeling hunter and keeling was one of the few people in my life who Keeling never said I'm a Christian, but Keeling exemplified being a Christian. Wow. And he was truly loving, truly always there. And right before I was about to slip my wrist, he came and knocked on the door. Not not because he felt something, but it's it's ironic and it kind of shows how mean I used to be, but I called him fat boy. Um, but he wanted to go eat. And he was like, he knocked on the door. And he tried to open the door, but it was locked. And he's like, yo, like, you in there? He's like, wow. I'm trying to, he's like, you trying to go eat in a little bit? And I was like, and like, right, boom, once the door, once he knocked on the door, light came back into the room. Like, I, I truly feel like I entered, like, the spiritual realm. Uh, and yeah. came back out yeah. and was able to be like, oh, like, hold on, like, you're tripping, bro. Yeah. And like, I put the knife down or whatever, and I went to go eat with him. Um. And that wasn't, like, an immediate turnaround, honestly. Like, it took time. It took months even after that for me to, like, truly start to feel like myself again. Wow. You know what I mean? Because that recovery time for my shoulder injury was six months. That was probably – that was four four months in. For, for me, that moment – you know, I know you asked about God moments, but that moment made me realize that there – if the enemy exists like that, yeah. God has, to, has exist. to exist. Amen. Because there is no, there is no way that only evil no. is there. Nope. You know what I mean? Yep. Because like, if only evil was there, Trey Johnson wouldn't be here anymore. Right. Because I very Amen. easily would have just died right oh, then and there. Yep. Because if it was solely up to me, I wouldn't be here anymore. Wow. You know what I mean? But thank God for for Keeling and him coming and knocking on the door and have being you able to, him to about just. That? Yeah, I have. What has he said? He he was just like, bro, like, I just wanted to go eat. Like, he has no idea no that, idea. that like that happened. Did you ever tell and him? And this is, uh, no, I told him later. Oh, so, you did, okay. So this is, and honestly, this is a, I can usually tell the story without crying. So this is, like, one of the times where I, I have cried. Um, but I've told this story plenty of times where, like, because with you understand kind of what I do. I do a lot of mentoring. I yes. do a lot of public speaking yep. and talking to kids and stuff like that. Yep. And I actually shared the story last week. 
um, to some of the kids. Um, not that deeply, but like, hey, this is something that I went through. And you need to share these things. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Like yep. God puts you through trials and tribulations so that you can share them. Yep. Like show yep. your scars. Yep. Don't be afraid of like, oh, no, like, no, mm -hmm. show them. There's power and testimony. So that way somebody else can look at your scars and be like, oh, I have the same scar mm -hmm. or I don't want that scar or Amen. whatever the case may be. Um, but my sister was the very first person I told. Wow. And I was like sobbing, sobbing like weeping heavily yeah. when i told her mm -hmm. and she's the one that told me to talk, tell keely she's like you're robbing him of not telling him it's facts though and i was like what do you mean she's like he needs to know that yes. he needs to know that yes. he literally saved your life yes and i facetimed him the next day that was in 20 that was in 2020 yeah wow oh so three years ago wow yeah. what did he say he was just excited like because i i called him, to him it was calling him out the blue because like i hadn't talked to him in a while um, he was like, yeah, bro, what's up? Yada, yada, yada. We caught up real quick. And I was like, man, I got something to tell you. Mm. He's like, what up? I was like, you remember that day you came and he was skipping class also. That's the other funny part of the story. <laughs> um, so he wasn't supposed to be the in the class. The only time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The you only know, time I was okay. It's fine. Football players. Um, <laughs> but like, we're yeah. not going to stereotype, but let's get real. Yeah. Uh, he came and knocked on the door. I was like, you know that time you came and knocked on the door? Um, he asked me if I wanted to go eat and like my room was super dark and like uh, I had a knife in my hand He was like, yeah, I do remember that and then because he asked me about the knife and I was like, yeah Like I was about to kill myself. I was like I was literally seconds away from slitting my wrist And he was like what and he was like I didn't even know that you were like sad You know what I mean because it's very easy to give off a, give per off, yeah. a persona, you know, yeah. it's the mask Yeah, yeah, especially as as men, you mm. know what I mean? Because like talk about that, actually, we're we're in a we live in a society where it's weak to show emotions. It's weak to cry. Mm -hmm. It's weak to actually love one woman. It's weak to actually be a man of high integrity and character and all those other characteristics. Like mm -hmm. it's way easier to be somebody who is just out here, you know, being disrespectful, having no loyalty, just being successful and stomping on every single person in order to get to where it is that you're trying to get to, mm -hmm. you know? So a lot of men feel less than when they are not like that. Wow. You know what I mean? No, Especially absolutely. when you see those who are like that being successful True. because it's like, yo, like I want success. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. But you know, the small guy gets overlooked a lot of times. Yeah. Um, the nice guy, the godly guy, yeah, for sure. It's mm -hmm. the deception of the world. Yeah. It really, truly so is. A lot of times you just kind of suppress emotions. And to be honest, that's one of the things I'm still working through, mm. of, like, being able to actually, like, feel my emotions. Mm. And not only – I have – I feel like I have, like – I've done a lot of introspection, you know. You uh, actually have, though. You've been very like, intentional with um, your healing and your – relationship with god like it's seriously it's inspiring yeah you really are. yeah it's it's important man like i encourage everybody to take time with yourself you feel what i'm saying it's mm -hmm. cool to have everybody else around you and community is great but like you also have to know you amen um and i i have like a double-edged sword in the mm -hmm. sense of yes i am a man kind of like what we just explained but right. like i also play football my whole life uh, mm -hmm. talk about being macho yeah, yeah. <laughs> like football and emotions. No, what you yeah, got, never heard of such a thing. We don't got time for that, bro. <laughs> like, what you mean you tired? And what I can joke about it because I grew up around it, so it's fine. Yeah, you know, so like, 
for me, like, that's another thing. Mm -hmm. And, like, I, I'm still in the process because, what, I, I played football since I was four. Yeah, like, your whole life. Yeah, I'm 28 now. So, mm -hmm. 24 years of my life I've been playing football, right? That's crazy. I've, that's, like, your literal life. I've not been playing football for three years. That's nuts. So like, it's your like whole life's been dedicated. That's crazy. I never thought of it like that. Exactly. Wow, that's nuts. 24 versus three, like three is like i'm, I'm a baby yeah, yeah baby, like you feel baby. what i'm saying like yep. i don't know this life thing without yeah, football right so like there's a lot that i'm learning and a lot that i'm learning is two-sided like there's a lot of principles about football that applies to life sure. that make you successful yeah. you know what i mean like hard work For dedication sure. yeah, yada, totally. yada, but like yeah on the flip side of that there's a lot of mentalities that i had in football mm -hmm. that are horrible yep. you know what i mean in life and like in relationships and like having a girlfriend and all those different types of things totally. like you suppressing your emotions is horrible because now she doesn't know how you truly feel. You know what I mean? Or like one of the one of the mantras I had was don't don't get too high on the highs, don't get too low on the lows. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's if a good you, actually. Yeah. You would you would think that. Oh, it's not. No, it, there's there's good in it. Okay. Because it comes from, especially with me playing DB, like mm. the last play can't matter. Because only this play matters. matters. Oh. I could have I could have got scored on last play. This is a new play. Right. I could have got a, I could have caught a pick last play. This is a new play because I very easily could get scored on this play. Mm. You are only as good as your last play. So that's where the mentality comes from. Mm. But now the don't get too high on the high, don't get too low on the lows is now you don't feel anything. Oh, now that's you're, true. Okay, I see now what you're saying. Now, that's like almost a numb. Yeah. Okay. Now you're numb. Yeah. Now you're robotic. Now you're, yeah, now right. you're just yep, like. There is, I'm in a season of where a lot of the things that I prayed for mm -hmm. have come true. And that's a blessing. I can't really feel it. Okay. You know what I mean? Because it, it is a blessing. Mm -hmm. It's an absolute blessing. It's mm -hmm. amazing. You know, but like, why do you think I that don't, is though? I'm still trying to figure that out. Mm. I'm in therapy for it again. So another thing, therapy ain't a one-time thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, gotta, it's not. Yeah. And it's the best thing, honestly. We Man, what? I love highly Bill. encourage. Hey, yeah. shout out to yeah. you, Bill. You are amazing, bro. <laughs> like, for real. Like, shout that's out my to Bill. Dog. There it is right yeah, there. The bro. shameless plug. My therapist, Bill, is absolutely amazing. <laughs> like, for real. Go to uh, Bill. Yeah. I'm crying. Um, but yeah, like that's one of the things that like I'm trying to truly understand mm -hmm. as a man. My numbness mm -hmm. comes a lot from the promiscuous lifestyle that I lived. Wow. Because in order for me to have multiple, mm -hmm. I had to feel nothing. And oh, that's interesting. Even though now Actually. I'm like I'm not in that whatsoever. Like, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Like far from yeah. it. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And but that mentality and that habit mm -hmm. is still there. Right. Because I lost my virginity when I was a freshman in high school. Mm. So that's 2009. Yeah. What, it's 2023 now? Yeah. So that's yeah, almost 20 years. That's yeah. one, three, that's four, that's 14 years. Wow. So 15 years, let's round up, right. of me instilling a numbness. Uh, a suppressing of feelings because right, right, it's not right. like I didn't like any other females. Sure, sure, sure. You know what I mean? It yeah. was more so the aspect of like, no, nah, like I can't, I can't, I can't focus, I can't allow that emotion to build up and to right. express itself right. because if I do, mm -hmm. now I can't do this. Right, right. Which Where is, are you with that right now? Like how is, because I know even when we first met, that was like um, a journey that you were on. Mm -hmm. Like, how has your mentality shifted? What would you tell men that are struggling that, with that right now? 
Um, my mentality has definitely shifted around mm-hmm. it. Uh, thank God, mm-hmm. to be honest. Um, but a lot of prayer. Yeah. And a lot of like realizing that that all came from hurt. Oh, that's yeah, deep. For it came, sure. It came from oh, hurt. Oh, it's always from hurt. Yeah, Ooh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, like yeah. a very deep cut. Mm-hmm. Um, so the girl that I lost my virginity to mm-hmm. cheated on me with my best friend and then lied to my then lied to my face about it. And my best friend, who's still one of my friends to this day, no, was yeah, absolutely like absolutely he's one of my friends to this day. Oh, but interesting. not not because of how he responded. Okay. So yes, he did something wrong, right. but also as a man, a high school man. Well, yeah, I'll say high school, yeah, totally. Put myself totally. in his shoes, I yeah. probably, you yeah, know, yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah, because yeah. she she lied to him about it. He oh. asked, he asked her and was like, "Yo, aren't you like talking to Trey?" Yeah. And she was like, "No, like we're not a thing." And then mm. afterwards, she was like, "You can't tell Trey." And he was like, "What you mean? I can't tell him." Hmm. And then yada yada yada. And right. the first thing in the morning the next day, mm-hmm. he told me that. He was like, "This oh, is the next day." He was like, "That's this a good is, friend, though." I mean, at I'm least saying. he's yeah. So yeah. like, he he has integrity. You know what I mean? For sure. And like, that's why we're still cool it's and so like cool. we're still you know what I mean, cordial yeah. and everything like that. Um, but that's the sidebar. <laughs> that obviously hurt. Well, um, a lot. Yeah. You know I'm sorry I mean? if my best friend. I don't know. Yeah, like and like I'm forgiving, but like oh, I'd have to pray on that one. Yeah, that's heavy. So it hurt. That's a heavy cut. It hurt me a lot in the sense of like I I truly thought I was in love. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that was the first oh, girl I ever. For sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Any, yeah you Especially know? high school. Like, come on now. Yeah. So yeah. like that awoken a doll. Uh, mm. You know what I mean? And like a numbness, like that right. whole numbness that I just explained yeah. of me being able to go on this rampage, essentially, like. Yeah. It came from that moment mm. and it came from that feeling of like, I'm never going to feel like this again. And there's no th- don't matter who comes across my path. I am going to protect myself from feeling like, from this, feeling again. like this again. I'm going to make you feel like that before I do. Wow. And like having that harsh conversation with yourself of like, bro, like you just hurt. Right. You know what I mean? And right. hurt people hurt people facts you know and like having to have the realization and like now i'm in the season you know you ask me where i am now yeah, i was gonna say where are you now with god trying to learn how to forgive myself wow to be honest that's deep because i heard a lot of people who had no business being hurt hmm. you know what i mean who yeah. truly wanted to help me and who wow. truly like were there for me and truly cared about me and like truly wanted to see the best in trey right and i was so hell bent on one thing Mm -hmm. that nothing else mattered Hmm. and it's like that's such a revelation though yeah no like truly because it takes a lot to have such a repentive heart that's hard it's really hard to strip off your flesh take off your flesh humble yourself enough to have a repentive heart and that's all jesus that's all god because you do not have a repentive heart unless you're filled with the holy spirit it's almost impossible so i commend you for i'm just wow for stripping yourself enough in your flesh to be honest and humble and you know forgiveness um for yourself and for others and you take the time again like it's sorry the spirit's so heavy i'm like uh wow i just your growth is so 
inspiring. Even sitting here, because we haven't talked for a couple of months, so even sitting here talking to you, um, you're a very, very different person than I met a year ago even. Mm-hmm. Um, like, very different. Um, the awareness that you have through him um, is incredible. And I commend you on being a man who's able to be honest and show his emotions and be able to do the work. And Wally talked about this the last time he was here. We were talking about being spiritually fit. And he's like, I don't do anything but the work. Mm -hmm. Every day I do the work that God wants me to do. And it's sustained me and it's healed me and it's changed me. And ditto, honestly, every Mm -hmm. day, wake up, do the work that needs to be done to heal because to your point hurt people hurt people mm-hmm. they really do um and i say that as a, one is myself <laughs> yeah like truly like there's cycles i've been through there's things that i've done and i look back even a year ago i'm like what the crap but it's hurt it's hurt and it's cycles and it's pain and it's old habits ways that we think we need to do certain things that we think are going to get certain ways and then you wake up and god heals you of that and then you see clearly you have eyes to see and ears to hear him Mm-hmm. And you see with his eyes now and it translates and he's doing such a good work in you. Like I'm stunned, honestly, like I'm stunned because I've known you for like, again, a year and I just, mm-hmm. I'm speechless right now, honestly. Yeah. You, you, you came at a good time. Uh, you yeah. Came, you know, so taking it back to one of the things that we actually used to talk about mm-hmm. often when we first kind of started getting to know each other was that shift. I was going to say, right when you said shift, it hit me. And I was like, oh, that's a word, the shift. You came came Mm -hmm. during the shift of my life and during the shift of what we are now starting to see happen in Tampa. Mm -hmm. Um, Revival. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, um, a little fun fact for y'all, just kind of, like, about our relationship. Mm -hmm. Like, Chelsea hears a lot from the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And she writes down this chicken scratch (laughs) of of notes that she's hearing. Um, and she I've would never talked about this publicly, so I'm going to let him yeah, go so ahead like, and talk about my And uh, she would send me these gifts. videos. She would send me these, <laughs> these gifs and these pictures of like her notes. She's like, you need to read this. I'm like, I can't even read what scripture you wrote down, yo. Like, text me the scripture so I know what I'm supposed to read. Like, I'm crying. Like, what are you even doing? Um, That's so funny. But yeah, like, and at first it was like. <laughs> It was kind of like odd to me because it, I had never experienced never, yeah. That. It was weird. It was like all real time too, though, for yeah. real. Because even with him, I'm like, I don't know what's happening. I am mm-hmm. new too. Like certain things have happened. I'm like, I, I don't know what's happening. Like mm-hmm. you're my witness. Like I'm looking at my producers. They know too. Like, so thank you honestly too publicly for being patient and understanding with me through all that. Because obviously like our gifts grow and mm-hmm. our anointings grow. Um, but that's so funny. Yeah. I've yeah. never publicly told anybody that. Yeah. It was, it was funny, man. But please keep talking. Yeah, so the shift, yeah. But yeah, so essentially just the shift is kind of what we're starting to experience. Mm-hmm. And I s- God speaks in, you know, multiples and in affirmations Amen. and kind of making yep. it happen over and yep. over. Yep. Um, and there's shifts happening in a lot of people's lives. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And a lot of those who are around me are like, all of a sudden being like, oh, like, I feel called to leave this job. I feel called to change to this, or I feel called to open this. Or like Mm -hmm. a lot of people are just changing and shifting and doing something new that they're just like, oh, I feel God calling me to do it. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it's coincidence. No, absolutely not. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. we were talking about that stuff. What, that was like all the way back in like August of last year. Yeah. Maybe even before then. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like now it's really starting to come into fruition. And Mm -hmm. I have now seen it in my own life. 
Amen. You know what I mean? So like I, for the past three years, I've been working as a financial advisor. Yep. I'm not anymore. Yep. So I'm, I am now a financial <laughs> professional. You can't are. Say, I can't say advisor, but I'm right. a financial profes- professional mm-hmm. now. So I still am a broker, just not a broker dealer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I now open up my own business. Mm-hmm. So Faith Finances and Fitness is F cubed for short. Yep. Um, it's a mentorship program for kids through sports training. Okay. So it's a lot of different places. Yeah. We do a lot of different things. Um, I focus a lot more on my nonprofit. So that football camp, mm-hmm. that football camp this year was actually ran through the nonprofit for the first time. Oh, was it really? Yes. Yeah, oh, that's so, amazing. God so is so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Good. so that was amazing. He really is. So the Johnson Brady Foundation is like officially up and running and everything like that. Oh, Whereas, my heart oh, it makes yeah. me so happy for you. Thank you. Thank Just because I've known you, like, oh. Yeah, the full circle. I can't. Yeah, it's so a, it's amazing, man. God is God is so good, and I'm he blessed really in so is. many different ways. He really is. Um, and then the fourth thing, yeah, the fourth yep. thing is uh, I work for a company called Elevate now. Okay. So Elevate USA is a nonprofit organization that's across the whole entire U.S. Okay. And they plant in different cities. So they have oh, okay. Elevate Orlando, yeah. Elevate Jacksonville, yeah. Elevate Phoenix, Elevate Indiana, like everywhere, and they're just coming to Tampa. So oh, they're wow. opening up in Tampa, and what it Where is is that is, located. So it's going to be, it's a teacher mentor role. Okay. So I'm going to be a teacher. I'm going to be in the school system. <laughs> so oh, it's Trey like, Johnson, a teacher. Right? Come on. I never would have guessed like, that. Like what? Oh, like, stop. You're a leader. You know. I mean, yeah. And you're but great with kids. This, He's so good with kids. Like. Yeah, they're cool. Yeah. I'm still a kid. That's why I like, I'm a, I'm a kid at heart, you man. You, you are though. You know what I mean? I love to still have fun. I love to still joke around. I love mm-hmm. to still like, you know. Well, so, you have to be like, yeah. Life's, yeah. It's, adulting sucks. It's, it's too yeah. heavy. We got to be white sometimes. Adulting does suck for sure. Um, but yeah, so I'm a teacher mentor, so I'm going to be teaching a class on leadership and character development. Mm -hmm. Um, it's not just me, it's a team of four of us. Okay. So it's me and two other teachers. And then we also have, uh, an executive director. So that's how I actually got plugged into the job. Um, Ms. Gerald Washington, I know her and she was the executive director when they came to plant here in Tampa. They reached out to her. She reached out to me and I was like, and I prayed on it for a while. Divine. So that was in January. Mm. oh oh that's recent yeah okay. i was praying on it in january like I, we officially started in april like okay so like this is going i'm going this august mm-hmm. like i'm going into the school systems like mm. as a teacher and i've never i used to hate school honestly like i still don't <laughs> like school like and now he's a teacher yeah you know but god has a sense of humor a major a major portion of it though mm-hmm. like the teacher mentor role is the mentor aspect so mm. like a lot of community collaborations so like going out into the community and having them do things and like, you know, exposing kids to something that their mind may not even fathom is real. Right. You know what I mean? Like For I remember sure. I remember going down to Ebor and being at my camp one year and telling them I grew up in Citrus Park and they looked at me like, where is that? And what? that's 20 minutes away from them. Right. Oh, but that's sad. when you take a step back and you think about it, like yeah. these kids can only go as far as their bike can take them. That's true. You feel what I'm saying? Your bike can't go on the highway. Right, right. You feel what I'm saying? So they only know this square blocks or what they see on TV. You feel what I'm saying? So, like, to them, if you're not a rapper, if you're not an actor, if you're not Mm. the dope boy that's down the street, like, you're not successful. Hmm. You're going to – because everybody else around them is not as successful. Right. So, like, they've never seen a financial advisor. You know what I mean? They've never seen somebody that's a doctor, especially that looks like them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like they never huge. even knew that you could be a producer. Like they right. didn't even know that like there's people behind the cameras right now mm-hmm. making all this work. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? They Absolutely. think it's just us two up here making everything happen. You feel what I'm saying? But yeah. they they don't understand all the moving pieces and all the moving parts to different businesses and different things that go on. 
and that they can be that person. Hmm. So in order for them to see it, mm-hmm. like in order for them to rather dream it, like you have to see it and right. be exposed to it. So to wrap up, um, what would you say to people that maybe going through a dark time and they are questioning if God is real? What would you say to them? Um, there's a lot I would say. And one of them is actually interesting um, because it, it's something that happened recent. Mm. I was actually in the bathroom and I saw it on a poster and I, it, it's the footprints in the sand. Uh-huh. Um, that analogy of where um, somebody was walking on the beach and they saw two sets of footprints um, and that when times got hard, they only saw one set of footprints. And then, you know, they started seeing two seeing again. Two again yeah. And then they were like, yo, like, God, like, why did you leave me when I was going through tough times? Mm-hmm. And he's like, you only saw one set of footprints because that was when I was carrying, carrying you. you. Amen. And like, Amen. even in the times that I look back at my life mm-hmm. and like when I was going through those dark times, like even with what I saw, even with what I experienced and mm-hmm. felt and can still feel. God was still there. Amen. You know what I mean? Like God literally sent an angel in the form of my roommate yeah. to come and save my life Amen. right then and there. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. So like one thing I would say is just like continue to pray and continue to know that God is still there with you, that you are still loved. You are still his child. Like whether you are male, female or whatever you want to be, like you are still God's child Amen. and you are loved. He's there for you. And if this isn't your first time going through a dark time, remember the fact that he led you through those dark times before. Because at the end of the day, like, you made it through 100% of the days that you thought you weren't going to make it through. And this is just another day that you think you're not going to make it through that you will make it through. As long as you continue to keep your focus where it needs to be. But once you take your focus off of God and start focusing on all the deceptive ways of the enemy... It gets treacherous, mm-hmm. you know, and it sucks, but you're important. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for being here, and thank you for being vulnerable and honest. Um, it blesses me, and I know that there is a person that this is for. I think it's multiple, but I know there's at least one. Mm-hmm. Thank you for being bold. Um it's an honor honestly like i'm still in shock it's an honor to see him grow through you um as you said we have a certain friendship um that god speaks to me a lot about you and i don't find that coincidental um and i'm honored to be a witness to the amazing things that he's doing in you and through you and i can't wait to see what he has more for you Mm -hmm. because i know it's more i know it is i feel it i see it all the time um you have a very, very special mantle. And I'm blessed to see that you've picked it up. And I cannot wait to see what he does with it. I really can't. Mm-hmm. Um, I pray that he continues to anoint you. I pray that he continues to fill you with his Holy Spirit and that you go out and continue to pour into these kids because it matters. He is pouring on our next generation because Satan is also after the next generation. Mm-hmm. And I pray that you continue to be a strong figure for the kingdom in that I know he's made you a frontliner and I pray that he continues to anoint you um before I want to say thank you to you for sure for being obedient 
and being able to even have something like this and be bold enough to be able to do it oh, stop it made me cry. and staying firm in it and i want to make sure that you know and you understand that you are on the right track you are exactly where you're supposed to be and you need to keep doing what you're supposed to be doing i know those thoughts can creep in i know those feelings start to creep in inadequacies or whatever the case may be don't believe it because it's a lie thank you trey so make sure that you continue to do this, continue to, to con- continue to stay on track, continue to put out more content, and continue to help people change the trajectory of their lives. Amen. Because you are truly having an impact, whether you feel it or not. Because you impacted my life while you were there and even while you're not there. So I thank you <laughs> for being a great friend to me, Chelsea. Stop. Uh, stop. You got my producers over here saying, <laughs> praising, stop. Thank you so much. It blesses me truly because, you know, we talked about this last time, but it gets hard. Um, but thank you so much for being here. And it won't be the last time because our testimonies keep going on and I'm going to have you back because I know there's going to be an update mm-hmm. and we cannot wait to hear Absolutely. the amazing things that he continues to do through you. Thank you for being here, friend. Yes, ma'am.